Hey, we have, uh, we don't know, we're like 95, I don't know, what number are we? Uh, this will be... You dropped uh, one yesterday. 90, that was 94, right? That was 94, so this and is 95. And the 95's coming up, this is 96. This is 96, yeah. all right. So. I, there was one, there was Carry one, the two. Sex yeah. and Nights is Luftballon. Podcast number or age, where we can't yeah. remember? Podcast number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I lost one in the shuffle. That's the one that went out yesterday. Right. And then last week's podcast, I'll probably put out Monday. Well, so this one is Took a little bit... Got one in the can. Got one in the can. Uh, for the we'll do the roll call first. Johnny Chrome is here. Hello, Johnny Chrome is sporting the newest in Cleveland Moto fashion. It is our squid shirt. Uh, one of our podcast listeners designed this fantastic squid, wearing a, a DOT approved squid helmet. <laughs> it's a, it's a great shirt and and and, flip, yeah. and a bubble shield and flip and a bubble flops in the tank top like most squids. The uh, what do you get when you cross an octopus and an Italian guy? Uh, I don't. Oh God, I, knew wow. I don't know. The best masonry you'll ever have in your backyard. <laughs> so, I was gonna say. Yeah. I, I, was just, I thought it was like I don't know, but it sure can toss pizzas right. or something like that. Johnny uh, McElfresh is here. Cheers. Yeah, uh, Steve Hoffert's here. We're gonna talk a little bit about Steve's uh, latest acquisition. But <laughs> Steve Hoffert's mustache is also here. Steve Hoffert brought his mustache <laughs> and his hay fever. So, uh, uh. so if Steve if Steve sounds a little squeaky today, it's because his sinuses are just. Crammed. Chris, are you wearing a Rocky River Brewing Company shirt? You got there, right? Is that what in the uh, in the ACDC font? That's right. There you go. For RBC. Those, for those who love the brood, we salute you. Yeah, Rocky you River Brewing Company. Plus, plus, I got my Mickey Thompson shirt on today. I was out. Oh wow! Out at the drag races out We're, at uh, Norwalk. Wow! <laughs> Chris is wearing all of his sponsors. He was right out now. at Norwalk. Nor- He's out of Norwalk, the, uh, watching the cars go down a quarter mile real fast. So with Motorsports Parkway, <laughs> we'll say the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Yeah, yeah. And Dustin's vaping. Yes, I what am. What flavor vaping. are you vaping? Uh, today I'm vaping. Uh, they they call it sweet and mild. It's supposed to taste like a black and mild cigar. Oh, okay. uh, I can smell that. Yeah. It tastes like caramel to me. Spoon okay. <laughs> I'm always getting new stuff. Uh, this it's is a just to protect the glass. I, I dropped the other one and broke the glass. <laughs> we call it so, yeah, yeah, now it's got a little metal cage around it. it. Looks like one of those little like crowns they used to put on the back of the crown. <laughs> 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 it's a bit of a refresher. It's a bit of Lucky Lee homogenized and a little <laughs> Summer's <laughs> Eve. We like to call it the creme de douche. A little tangy finish. <laughs> oh man off the rails already it's not even a fucking squirrel and everybody's pretty for the most part sober yeah really the, uh, so uh, 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 there's some pre-gaming speak for your damn self oh you oh, were Porco. Porco. Okay. you were Porco pre-gaming Julius Linus Farkas ding ding <laughs> yeah uh, so you're pre-gaming your Porco Right on, man. Right on. Pre-game me at my it house. Fantastic. It was called like a JJ Cooler from the 1930s. You had to look it up on his phone. Yeah. The JJ Cooler, I what? I saw various things going in. The JJ Cooler. That's when you keep your dildo in the freezer. Saw, <laughs> hey, baby, I got a surprise <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Cristal going into it. I was like, wow, shit. They put Cristal in it? It said Cristal. I don't know. Do they have Cristal there? I guess they do. Dude, they wow. get... Damn. They have everything. I get my Cleveland painkiller. It's got Hennessy in it. I had well, that was it started excellent. off with a. Excellent. They have the 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 pussy hmm. or yep. Careful how you say that. The pussers. The pussers. Family <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that's oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, 
So into my life a, a, a few days ago, or 300 miles ago, I should say, uh, arrived my latest consignment of vehicles from Motoguzzi, and I was able to get four of the last remaining Aprilia, Mana, or Mana, 850s. So I'm just calling it Manamana. You know, Especially in our driveway. Two of them in the driveway, <laughs> that, so it is definitely a Manamana. Yeah. Actually, that's that's going to be our outro song tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, I just think it's funny because it is truly Mana squared. Uh, so you guys, <laughs> so that is Manamana. Right. It is Manamana. Yeah. That's it. And uh, I bought I bought four of them for the shop. Uh, we got a screaming deal yeah, on them. I've been intrigued with them since they, they popped you know, in the United States in about 2008, 2009 or whatever. And it's a really, really interesting motorcycle. It's an 850cc. It's a twin, V-twin. And uh, it's four valves per cylinder. It's very, very well put together. It's uh, mm-hmm. one of those side saddle rear shocks, linear shocks like you see on some of the uh, bikes. If you're, pre- if you're familiar with like the Ninja 650, you've seen the shock absorber layout before. This shock absorber is brilliant because you just reach down with your left hand and you crank the knob. And you can crank your knob as soft or as hard as you want to crank your knob. And, <laughs> That's what uh, I was always told. Yep. Giggity. Giggity. Yeah. Mid, right. Just anytime you're going down the road, you want to, you just want to feel a little better about your ride. So this thing's straight a crank. up. It has no progressive linkage. It has no... It's just... It's so easy, it's ridiculous. There's it really no is. You can say that. And it's... Uh, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're going down the road, just give your knob a just little Just give your knob a little twist, man. Right, just reach down and give your knob a twist. Right there, right there from the side. I used to know. Yep. And reach the, around uh, in a one-hitter. It seems like it's missing something, though. Well... <laughs> yeah, it has no clutch lever. <laughs> There's no clutch lever. What? Yeah, it has no clutch lever whatsoever. Yet it has a seven-speed transmission. So in our discussion about... It has about, no clutch lever, has, yet it has two ways to shift. Right. Yes, there are, there's no clutch Three lever. ways. So the lack... Oh, right. up, down, and... No, what? no, no, no. No. There's foot Upside shifter. Down, you, yeah, yeah. There's me. flappy paddle gearbox, yeah, your, yeah. your hand shifters. And then there's full auto. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot giving control to the computer. The gun guys out there really appreciate the. And like what I'm saying, and like on my uh, on my old AR-15. Pew 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 and pew pew, 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 pew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pew 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 and pew 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 pew. pew. <laughs> that, that was the switch on the side of my AR. <laughs> so, yeah. The, uh, the latest one I saw was. It's cool. It's cool. I don't know. And fuck you. <laughs> and fuck you. Right. <laughs> on mine, I just scratched into the side of my lower receiver. On mine, brap. <laughs> they were like what does that say on the side of your receiver I said brap <laughs> I need a brap sticker for my bike cool, it's, uh, uh, the, we had M16A deuces so we had a three round burst mm-hmm. so three round burst was brap <laughs> it was brap <laughs> that was, it was fun use, use less ammo that way but it is a fun motorcycle and the weird thing about it is you just kind of once you start to experiment with it a little bit more then you start going well wait a second maybe the clutch has really just been slowing me down because every time i pull the clutch in i'm losing acceleration and this motorcycle does not ever lose acceleration it just fucking goes and so if it's a five or six speed gearbox you're pulling the clutch in four or five times before you achieve terminal velocity, but this isn't a CVT. There's no, even yeah, it is. Like, it is a CVT. CVT. Yeah. It is a CVT. Mm-hmm. It's electronically controlled CVT. Electronically controlled CVT. And so, what you're doing when you do go into what's called sport gear mode, sport gear <laughs> mode gives you the ability to use your foot like a normal shifter, or use your thumb buttons like a trigger shifter, and then you can every step of that CVT essentially turns into a lockout. 
and you can run the bike right to rev limiter in each one of those seven gears, which I have figured out the magical mystical trick of making it do wheelies, which mm-hmm. is just to put it in sport <coughs> gear mode, give it a, a bump, give it a bump, and so you'll lurch forward, and then when the bottom, when, when it dives, when you get off of it and the suspension loads up, then give it a big bump again, and that front wheel just comes right up in the air. And it's a beautiful power wheelie. Uh, and then you can you can snag another one when you go into second if you want to rev it out. Now, it doesn't have a tack per se. It does have Christmas tree lights. It has staging lights. So it goes yellow, two yellows, red. And those are your shift lights. And you can program where you want those shift lights to come if on. If you ever see the green, you're late. Yeah. <laughs> you don't ever, see, don't ever know what the green light looks you like. You should never see the green. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's like seeing a negative or a plus on that. <laughs> <laughs> never go full retard. That was your mistake. Now, Forrest Gump, he had it figured out. You just don't go full retard. Uh, and that's true. But... It's a weird, it's a weird bike. I can tell you the suspension and the brakes on the thing are really nice. They're just fucking great. And uh, I've only had mine up to uh, 110 or so, like about 110 miles an hour. And at 110 miles an hour, it is rock solid. Uh, I still am learning the bike, so I have the suspension set really soft, like super soft, so I can kind of feel where it, you know, how it behaves in the corners and stuff. But if you did want to learn trail braking this is probably the greatest motorcycle i've ever used for trail braking because i don't have to worry about gear about spinning the rear tire backwards because it's there i mean it's in the gear and it's holding the gear and it the engine braking that it has is really good you know it it's not devoid of engine braking it's got excellent engine braking really a fun weird bike and Hmm. so when you're in uh, the sport shift mode yeah do you have to downshift when you come to a light no you can totally check out. You can turn your brain off. And if you want to turn your brain off, you can downshift and it will downshift for you. And it, you'll feel mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. You'll feel the downshifts. Or you can just say, fuck it. And just roll up. And if you roll up, you'll feel the engine braking because the engine braking is it's involuntary. You'll so get even braking. in sports shift mode, it knows yeah. to... Yeah. What, does, <laughs> what does it feel like to use the foot shifter? Is there a detent in there that no. gives you the no. feeling of... That's no. the only thing. So it's, it's just like a... little odd about yeah. it. It's, it's just, just like no a paddle feedback. shifter like you use with your shifter. foot. Yeah. Right. There is no clunk. Right. There is absolutely no clunk or click or anything. The only well, thing you... no dogs. Correct. There's no dogs. Well, the I only thing you're feeling... Was, well, how do you get the sensation then of moving from one to the next? Oh, the lurch. The the hit. It feels like you're shifting. It feels like you're shifting. It feels like an automatic car when you know shifts. Yeah, it feels like an automatic car. Yeah. When you when you go through the gears in a four speed automatic car, you it does that. It's a Nissan Altima. Is it C V T Right. Yeah. You can battle shift it or you can Or you can even when it's in when you're not battle shifting, you still kinda feel it like when it's in auto. Yes. Do you no. feel any of the steps? No. 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 It's just an instant 6,500, whatever RPM, yeah. and you got gone. It. When you're in auto mode, nice. either in touring mode or rain mode or sport, no gear. If you're in touring, you know, Gran Turismo mode, rain mode, or in sport, plane mode. Because there's four modes. So you rain, touring, sport, and sport gear. When you're in any of the, the first three modes, it is pure linear power. It it's is. Like it's like a turbine. Yeah, it's it, it, it's it's, it's yeah. yeah, and it just and it just fucking goes. And you know, even at 110 miles an hour, you don't feel like you're spinning this motor too hard. At, at 110, you're like, I have many more to do. I have, <laughs> I'm not near 
<laughs> I have more urge what in my pocket. When you back off the throttle, like going down, it decelerates. Hill. That's how my wife's car, like the yeah. car yeah. version. Yeah. Like if you're in a certain, it doesn't go to the next one and drop. Like try mm. to take you downhill, no. it'll actually hold back. It holds back. If it's like the ATV does. world, yeah. if it's like the ATVs, there's a solenoid that holds the primary sheath in against the belt. Yeah. So that you get your brake. We I'm have not engine, sure about this. Yeah, that's I the way this works. And there's definitely engine, definitely engine braking. And it's really nice engine braking. You can use it the way you want to use it in a motorcycle. Uh, they've nailed it. I mean. But unlike a scooter. Yeah. Where you, when you roll on. That's true. And it goes up to like 7,000 yeah. RPM yeah. and it holds. Right. It doesn't do that. In right. touring mode, it ramps up to like 3,500 right. RPM. And it's it's actually pretty low. Right. I mean, I... I the RPM is pretty low, and then it is. The and what happens at that out, point? It feels like it was like it's clutch is engaging or something. And no, you don't. What it is? There's like a, a two second lag yep. where you're coming off of off a stop sign. Right. But as soon as you, as soon as it, it takes up that lag, or yep. it comes online, or the clutch pulls in. Yep. Then it's total linear power through yeah. the entire so range of operation. Gone and it's just oh yeah, nice... it's unbelievable. Last night when I left the shop, I went to bike night with one of the big California uh, tourings for bike night, and that's just <coughs> we'll get into that later. But when I left there, I went and put the touring away, and I got, I came back on the mana, you know. So I, I I came back and I had to go past bike night again, and so as I'm going back past bike night again, I have to make that right hand turn right in front of Quaker Steak and Lube. So as I make the right hand turn. Well, what happens is, you know, the bikes are pouring out of there. So I pull out, and here I am on this, you know, orange, rust-colored, you know, modern fucking, you know, Tron cycle. And I pull out on this thing, and two guys pull up next to me. The one guy's on some sort of a Kawasaki mean streak, and the other guy's on some absurdly ridiculous Harley-Davidson wide glide, you know, 103 cubic inch, whatever the hell it is. You know, Yeah, right. Yeah, Pure alphabet soup at this point. With a giant concrete roller on the back. And he's making all the noises and stuff. And so we pulled up to that first light. And, you know, this is just a, this is just shooting fish in a barrel for the cops out there. Because these guys just want to do nothing but a, a wanton display of power. And so the light goes to green. And the Kawasaki Mean Streak, which is, a, you know, they're big bikes. There's a lot of CCs there. This Harley thing is obviously motor, motor, motor. I mean, the cubes, baby, but, but, cubes. Pro- but probably slow, slow, no, slow. A giant freaking. Well, they're they're pretty quick. I mean, you cannot substitute that torquey, torquey, torqueyness no of that. For displacement. Correct, and this is a lot of displacements and a giant fucking hamster belt. You know, <laughs> ridiculous thing just running around there, and then when that light went green, those guys gave it everything they fucking had, and I was in sport mode, which allows the RPMs to go considerably higher, and. I did this like effortless launch that was not a show of this a power. In fact, these bikes are quite quiet. And by the time we got to the freeway on ramp, I had nine or ten bike lengths on both both of these guys, who are easily doubling my CCs. But they can't launch the way this thing can launch. Nothing can launch the way this thing can launch. And if you're at Norwalk, take this fucking thing bracket racing. Because it well, will be the same, same every, every single, single time. Yeah. <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> Consistency yes. is king in bracket racing. And you just, even if you're a complete idiot, you get a perfect launch every time. Does it have any kind of traction control or anything? Or? Uh, it, has a, it has a considerably, it has a real sophisticated ABS. Rain mode it would have to Yeah, have and what it happen. has is, it has a this rain mode the other night when I left uh, Porco. 
the first night I had the bike out, I left Porco in a blinding rain. I mean, <clears throat> absurdly blinding rain on tires that had 65 miles on them. And I was able to run 85 miles an hour on the freeway through the turns and just the bike healed over fairly well and you couldn't break the tires loose. You just, you just couldn't, you just leaned over in the corner and just, just crush it. And it gives you acceleration, but it does not ever upset the chassis. I was so blown away by rain mode and how good it was. And then coming to the stoplight at the top of Nagel here in there was standing water on the freeway, like sometimes two, three inches of standing water and just splashing through it, come up the ramp on Nagel and just crush the brakes. This is just like pure fucking, let's see what kind of ABS you got. And it did the perfect controlled, and the bike just, bike just dragged me to a stop in monsoon weather on, you know, tires with less than a couple hundred miles on them. So Really freaking. That's my. That's my. That's my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a goddamn goose. <laughs> the, uh, robot with you. Yeah. So that's. I really think that. I think that it is so techy that it's not a bike that I would normally be attracted to because it's so techy and it's so nerdy, and I tend to go the other direction. But riding it is so fucking fun. Like it's not. I hate comparing it to a scooter because <clears throat> scooters usually lack excitement. Like scooters are great for a lot of things, but what they they do lack a certain excitement. And this bike's got loads of excitement. I mean, this is not for people who don't know how to shift. This is for people who are are willing to admit that there's something that can shift better than they can. And mm-hmm. it fucking does. I mean, it really throws down. And I'll be interesting to see where I want to have fun with this bike is I want to go to the Dragon with uh. because <clears throat> the thing with drag, the Dragon is it's 318 turns and 11 miles. But more important than the 318 turns, I'm shifting gears about 1,200 times on the Dragon. I'm like 1, 2, 3, 2, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 2, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2. I do that. Zero, one, 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 yeah, zero, right. one. <laughs> Digital, Sorry. man. It's so true. But the Dragon is like, I you don't shift, especially with us. We're running 400cc bikes, 350cc yeah. bikes. We're 1, 2, 3, 2, 1, 2, 3, the whole fucking run. Well, imagine if every single time I pulled that clutch lever, I lost a second. Well, now you're not pulling the clutch lever ever. How many seconds is that? Plus the chassis. Right. Plus the chassis on that bike is pretty amazing. (laughs) Right. Well, even if it is, if it's 318 seconds, that's a lot of time. Five minutes. That's beer time. That's a lot of time. But I think just from a sheer how smooth key, because every time I pull the clutch and engage and re-engage the clutch... What am I doing? Well, I'm pulling my power away from the wheel. I'm upsetting my suspension, right? I'm power on, power off, power on, power off. Well, that bike's that bike's weight's going up and down. That that weight is transferring front back, front back. Jesus Christ, man! If I can run this thing up the dragon and keep the weight where it should be, I'm keeping my traction package intact. It's very nice. What's the sixty to one hundred like? It's like dragging dragging a fucking anchor behind your bike. Oh, you mean oh, you mean zero to sixty to zero? Well, I mean, like... Because that's my test in the parking lot. If it goes on the highway and you whack it, what's it do? Oh, right now. Right now. Shit. Right now. Yeah. It's... See, last time I whacked it on the highway, I I passed. (laughs) It is my It is my new favorite bike to pass (laughs) it. Because passing people on this thing Yeah. Passing people on this bike is just (laughs) effortless. And so where I would normally hang back and be like, well, I could pass that guy, but, you know, it's going to take me a second to downshift. (laughs) 
blah, blah, and go, you know, and like, you know, am I going to single downshift? Am I going to double downshift? What am I going to do? Well, you know, if I'm going 35 and I want to pass a guy and I'm already in fifth gear, well, I definitely want to double, double downshift there. Well, on this bike, you don't even think about it. On this bike, you're just like, fuck it, I want to pass this guy. And you just watch the whole world come at you a lot faster. And then you're beyond the guy instantly. Like Light speed happens. Fast. It light speed happens really, really fast. So it is neat. Like those aspects of that transmission are really, really fun. And it does turn into that. Like it, it must be what riding an electric motorcycle is like. Because you, you literally just go. 100% horsepower now. Just go. Yeah. Just fucking go. Well, what gear are you in? You're in the right gear. Are you sure? <laughs> yep. How do you know? The computer said so. Well, what gear are you in? I don't fucking know. It's an infinite ratio. And I it could care. be anything. And I don't care. It's not my job to care. Now you, right? can, you know what? Yeah. And, and as a purist, yeah. you would think that a manual transmission would be so much better. Yeah. But now you can really enjoy other aspects of riding. Of course. And eliminate yeah. that from the whole I agree. equation. So so really, it's it's something to add to your... I think it's something to add to I agree. the... Uh, you're stable getting off of the california touring which is a 770 pound motorcycle or 750 pound motorcycle getting off of that where you have limitless gobs of torque controlled by a clutch and getting onto the mana that first four feet of making the mana go when you don't have a clutch lever to do is very fucking weird and like it would be easier if you like this yeah it was e- it would be easier if the bike was shaped like a scooter because then you at least you'd be like, well, I can see I'm on a scooter, therefore, that must just mean you drive it like a scooter. But you don't really drive this one like a scooter because the weight distribution is motorcycle. Like the 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 way it's put together is motorcycle. Is there a neutral? There's a neutral, right? It's called all the time. That's why the bike has a parking brake. So it's always hooked up all the time. It. It's yes, yeah. So Any no real. The only time there's a neutral is when you get to about below five miles per hour. You can feel the engine braking release stall. Stall, thank you. You get, a stall. Yeah, you get a stall. There's a stall under about five miles an hour. It's like in it releases. Like a scooter, if you want to get on any other variator, yeah, you put it on the center stand. Oh, sweet Jesus! Doesn't have a center stand, <clears throat> but this is not the bike for getting on the bike and going vroom vroom. Because if you get on this bike and go vroom vroom, you just went forty-seven feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I hope you. St- I hope you have. I hope you have a drive through garage. Because if you didn't before, you do now. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. If you get on this bike, that is a dangerous thing. Because fuck it. I hate There's it no when I... There's no interlock or anything no. that keeps Well, from... a side stand. If you have the side stand down, uh-huh. it will not let the bike rev over 1,200 RPM. It stalls. Yeah, it stalls. I'm exactly. surprised they didn't do that off. with the parking the throttle. <laughs> no. Yeah, if the part. side stand's down and you, <laughs> and you <laughs> throw the throttle, it just... <laughs> no, it just it dies. dies. It shuts it right off. Yeah, it just, it's just... You're about to do something stupid. We are not going to let you put a hole in your garage. Yeah. Well, if you're the first time rider and you get on and you flip the center stand up and you're like, oh, let's see what happens. Oh, yeah. You're gone. Well, I, it was kind of a, like a, a one or two second like weird period, like right when it started. Not in sport mode. Oh. Not in, so maybe in, not in sport, sport mode, mode, but in the mode second, is, The so. second your wrist, the second your brain goes, I should twist my wrist, you don't realize it because you've been doing it your whole life. Your brain is so wired to your right wrist now that we just don't even think about it anymore. And the problem is... We normally have the clutch as your friend. Mm-hmm. Well, now we don't have the clutch as our friend anymore. Yeah, there's so, no, no fluff in this one. No, up or anything like <laughs> no, that. no, 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 no. No, it is pretty much when you when you grip it and rip it, it's it's two set it's two steps ahead of you. 
And that's why it is good. A lot of innuendos in this podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> or euphemisms. Sing, we like to use the term single entendres. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. The, uh, I love the single entendre. The dancing single entendre. <laughs> the, uh, but, I've, tried to, I've tried to stop with the sexual innuendos. I'm just going to go straight for it. But them. it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. So hard. So hard. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I would right. say yeah, I'd say that's solid. Okay, so uh it is solid. And yeah. hard. And hard. <laughs> so hard. Shut up, man. God damn it. <laughs> biggest fucking sh- biggest charcuterie sausage party ever. The uh, the fat cast. It is the fat cast. <laughs> you do not want our listeners fapping. It's like fucking the world's greatest like oh, Yeah, it's a bad idea. Uh and back on And back to that. Sports. So uh not this weekend, but next weekend, and this should drop in time. <clears throat> uh, this should drop in time. The uh, this should drop in time. Yeah, we'll we are going to Maybe be at drop in time. Mid Ohio, Mid Ohio, Mid Ohio. Now, Mid Ohio. Now, this is your Mid Ohio warning. If Dustin drops this quick enough, hot chocolate balls. You I'll will, make sure I will. You will be able to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Steve's handling is. His, his sweet, his sweet, his sweet, tender Sugar. white balls. <laughs> sugary. Sugary little white balls. His sugary little white balls. Those are donut holes for the record. What's that? I think it's more expensive. It's got a lot more expensive. I just, I, signed, yeah, I, uh, I signed up to get my motorhome parking <clears throat> and my weekend pass was $193. Oh, I had a question about wow. that. So when you do the camping, so a three day pass is what, 60 bucks? Mandatory if you want to do the, the get, get a motorhome or get a camping pass, you have to get, you have to buy three pass. days. Yes. Okay. So a three day pass bucks. is 60 bucks yeah. for any human that walks through the door. 60 bucks for a full three-day pass, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that's not terrible, but... A camp, like if you're going to bring a Winnebago in there, Tent that's... camping is only like 60 bucks, but a motorhome is $125 I was wondering about this that. year. Okay. It was not, it was only, it was way less than that last year and okay. previous years. All right. Well... And now it's up to $125, so what we're going to do... And a vendor space is 145 or... Something yeah, like something Are you like a vendor space? Yes. Yeah. So, so it depends. If you're putting the bus... Right. Yeah, then yeah. do the vendor space if yeah. you can get it there. That's what I'm doing. If you decide There's plenty of vendor spaces left. If any reason you decide yeah. you want to move the bus to the camping area, right. then what we'll do is I will... My yeah. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I'm going to do the bus. We're going to do the bus. We're going to have a spot in the vendor's area. We're actually going to probably do two spots. We'll make sure we have a lot of room. Um, I'm going to pay for it. And the idea is we're going to do a podcast from AMA Vintage Days. Mm. So I'm going to give you guys the real basics of what AMA Vintage Days is all about for our listeners who have never attended it but would like to. What this is is a huge swap meet. I mean, this is fucking huge. And the nice thing about it is it really is the mother of all swap meets. If you don't care about Harley-Davidson's, this is the place to be. There might be some stuff. There. Right. If you're a Harley head and you want to go to see a Harley swap meet, this isn't where you go. But if you're looking for parts for your 60s, 70s, or 80s Japanese motorcycle, holy shit, why are you not at this place? Many of the diff- different manufacturers will be doing demo rides at the event. 
Uh, they have that in a big area that you can easily access. Um, it's very easy to do demo rides there. You can sign up the day of the event. You don't have to sign up a week or two in advance. There is motorcycle racing all weekend long. And the motorcycle racing is fun and exciting. And because this is happening at Mid-Ohio, which the Mid-Ohio sports car course is legendary. It's one of the fastest courses out there. It is a great place <laughs> to watch racing. Plus, it's the beautiful grassy knoll scenario where... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. It's the sound... What would they do? The, the sound of the thunder of twins or whatever else? Yeah. And it's just like... I'm fucking awesome. I love that sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the shake. You have no idea how loud a yeah. CB175 can, can be. Yes. <laughs> Until you've seen it come around. Yeah. yeah. It is really fun. Uh, the racing is great. But more than... Like, the grounds are rolling hills. It's beautiful. So there's all this terrain. You can kind of... Lie up on the grass and have nature be your back cushion and watch three or four turns at one time. Uh, there's plenty of stuff to do. There's a, a big vendor's area that's on the inside of the infield of the racetrack. There's all kinds of food wagons and trucks. But there's just tons of motorcycle-related shit going on. The weather will be sunny and hot and then rain and right. pour. And, yeah. then and then it'll be sunny, sunny and hot, hot again. And yeah, rain, rain and pour. pour. Right, yeah. Bring an umbrella and sunscreen. The uh, that's the best advice we can give you. Bring an Bring umbrella, a sweatshirt, and tank tops. Sweatshirt and tank tops. Yes, oh, exactly. There will be some mud. Yep. and then it'll dry up. Right, exactly. There will be mud. And that's just and that's just our fifteen or sixteen years of doing it. Talking. It might be the driest Mid Ohio ever, and it also could be Camp Swampy. You never know. But the way this summer's going, prepare for anything. Swampy. According right. to Camp today's, swampy. yeah. If if the weather forecast, uh, twelve day forecast of today stands, right. You've got partly. <laughs> Partly cloudy Thursday, and then you've got sun, nothing but sun, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, there you go. So, Shit. Yeah. And uh, we're talking uh, mid-70s up to 81 by Sunday. So, so it, John won't have to be stands, under a table under a pop-up. No, <laughs> Two a, layers of shading. That's an 85-90, I got yeah. to crawl under a Oh, yeah, he was like, he was like our, our, our spot dog at he that was. time. It's he like, definitely was. We're going down and petting him under the table. Are you okay, John? Are you okay? Oh, be 3,000 dark and stormies later. The, uh, <laughs> but yeah that was like 0900 John walks up to me and he's like you want Dark and Stormy I'm like oh sweet Jesus I love you <laughs> awesome so cool you are so cool but John what's your favorite mode of transportation for Mid-Ohio well it's been the CT70 exactly or a CT90 yeah anything CT yeah and you can buy them all there yeah right running uh, if you're gonna go and you do have some little piddler bike that you can't figure out why you own it, take it to Mid-Ohio. The rolling hills of the racetrack, this is like 4,000 acres of your, like somebody that you know just owns 4,000 acres of rolling hills, and they're letting you ride your shit bikes all over them. Yeah, if you have something without a title yeah. or something you never get to ride, you this is where you do street, it. take it down there, you can ride it all weekend long. Like and if, if you, you need, have to sell it to somebody from California, if you have shit about titles. Here's how you do <laughs> You bring, or, or actually most of the rest of the United right. States. Exactly. <laughs> if you have a Sharpie, bring it. Buy a slice of pizza. Eat it. Take the paper plate from the slice of pizza and put it on your bike. And now your bike just became a commodity. Put about $700 higher than you'd hope to get and be willing to negotiate. And that's the way Mid-Ohio works. If you don't put the 
the pie plate, or we call them the paper plate. If you don't put the paper plate on the bike with the price on it, your life is difficult because then everybody stops you and says, is that for sale? You know how, like, prices are inflated on Craigslist? Right. Oh, they're even more, they're even more inflated at mid-Ohio. Never swing at the first pitch. Okay. They are fully expecting you to cut their price in half and start there. Well, all the pitches we're going to be swinging at are low and outside. That's right. We only have 250 bucks. Right, and that's the idea. <laughs> I might so, not even have 250 bucks, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes, right? <laughs> we'll see how the game is played. So the way we're playing the game is come and meet anybody at the Cleveland Moto booth, and simply we're going to have a sheet of paper. We're going to have a sheet of paper. You're just going to sign in. All you're going to give us is your cell phone number. That's all we care about. We're naming your cell phone number. And then as you go along... If you purchase something, simply take a picture of it. Take a picture of it and Guaranteed text it. will it. not be drunk text. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We won't abuse this privilege at all. <laughs> Call you from the podcast. Drunk list. Uh, but that's the rules. 250 bucks. Now, where you go from there is entirely up to you. Right? But 250 bucks gets the ball rolling. And that's the idea. And then by Sunday... We're going to roll out to the Paul Revere restaurant for our breakfast, and that's where you have to ride your bike in, and that's how we're judging. Um, I've been able to get the guys from Parts Unlimited to donate to us some really cool prizes for uh, the winners. So there will be... Wow, prizes will not be simply rubber dicks. No. <laughs> nope. No, no. They'll be actual real things. In fact, I've already Dude, got... what am I going to do with all those boxes of rubber dicks? <laughs> right. I've been saving them up. Every time I break one, I just Damn put it in the box of rubber dicks. Yeah. The, uh... But it's, uh... God, man, if you listen to Motorcycle and Misfits podcast and this podcast, you'd think there was just a big thing about rubber dicks. And you'd be wondering how you missed out on the rubber dick phenomenon. Yeah. The, uh... I've got a rubber dick at home. I've been trying to... I've been like, I keep forgetting to take it with me to pass off to somebody else. Put a, put a pipe plate on it. Does it? Buy, buy this bike, get a rubber dick. Is that like the traveling like, gremlin bell? Does it have a suction cup on it? It has a huge suction okay. cup Okay. There's nothing Dude, funnier than a 12 <laughs> black cock or purple cock on the front of a bike as it goes down the roads at Mid-Ohio and that dick is just bouncing up and down. It's fucking hilarious. That's just funny, what man. What about on the top of your helmet? I don't care where you're from. That shit's hilarious. Instead of the helmet mohawk, he had the helmet. Well, that and we got... Three, we got three helmets donated to us, and they're really nice helmets. We got three helmets donated to us. Just don't put it like this. The unicorn. The look, mom, I'm a unicorn. You're not a unicorn. That's that's James's deal. What the rubber dick? I gotta keep purple rubber dick. Make sure my eight year old daughter doesn't find it. Yeah, I gotta get rid of this thing. Mom's rocket smells funny. Okay, so yeah. Now, now this, we are going to be doing the, <laughs> wow, we're going to lose, gonna lose Dustin on that one. <laughs> the, uh, God, we're going to do, that'd be a great you, album title. We can either do the, we can either why do Why does your rocket smell like dirty pennies? <laughs> the, uh, we can do the, pot, we could do the podcast Friday night or Saturday night. Anybody have any preferences? It won't be Friday night because I won't be doing it. Okay. <laughs> Saturday night it is. So uh, Saturday night we'll do the podcast. Uh, you'll be able to find us. It's a bus. <laughs> well, there'll be 
You sure it's the only bus? It might be the only one that's still yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be the only one that's still yellow and has our tent that says Cleveland Moto in front of it. It's the one with all the perverts hanging It's the one around. with all the fucking drunks hanging around. Look for the rubber dicks, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, bring your if you if you have extra rubber dicks at your house, bring them and we'll keep them in the bus, you know, for rubber dick emergency. Yeah. We'll hook it to that sign on the side that when you flip the switch, the stop sign comes out. We can just put a rubber dick on it. Just be like a hand, like five of them. <laughs> you can just, you just like slap someone. Do we have the pole installed yet? Or we no, have... we don't have the pole installed yet. Uh. But yeah, but the uh, but the bus will be there. So we'll do the podcast in the bus uh, Saturday night. Any chicks hitchhiking on the way down there, I am picking them up this year. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, and if you're a lady oh, you and you listen Uncle to this Eddie's podcast RV. and you have trouble, yeah, if you're a lady and you have trouble meeting men who like motorcycles and not showering uh, <laughs> and are probably really spendy for that weekend, uh, this would be a really good time, though. You know, as, as they say at Mid Ohio, the odds are good but the goods are odd the uh you you yeah you will you will have a lot of male attention if you're a lady in boys for every girl 1800 uh. though I, I, in various years we've had you know different ladies do we have a hookup for penicillin <laughs> You gotta need it first. Yeah, right. yes, we do. That's it. Yeah, be bringing... that, like penicillin. Quick sounds like penis shot. I'm gonna villain. need it. <laughs> that's how they named it. My penis is illin. I think we got a drug for that. Uh, but the the deal with the Mid Ohio is whether you come for uh, the three the three day weekend or you're just gonna come in on Saturday or whatever. Do not get there Sunday after like ten in the morning because Sunday after ten in the morning these tents roll up, man. It's people it's evacuating. Sense. The good news is Sunday when dudes are loading shit out of their trailer that they really didn't think they had to take home with them, the deals are there. But I have bought, home. man, I have bought a lot of good bikes. Uh, my personal best to this day is I purchased a running CB400F Supersport on Sunday for $400 with a title. Wow. Yeah, no Boom. shit. And it was a guy who I'd been watching the bike all weekend. He wanted eight hundred bucks all weekend, and <coughs> Which when he is still was a good price. Yep, and he was pushing stuff onto his trailer, and I saw how loaded his trailer was. Some people go down there and buy more than they can load home. And I went up to him. I was like, "Man, you're you're going home heavier than you showed up." And he's like, "Oh, I know." I was like, "I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you four hundred for that CB four hundred. And he goes, "I'll take it." Yeah, I was like, "Shit." Damn it! I was playing. I was planning to play the Mid Ohio game, but there was no Mid Ohio game. Yeah, he needed space more than he needed the extra four hundred dollars. Hey! <laughs> the electric fly swatter. Hold out your foreskin. The uh, <laughs> so that's the Mid Ohio, and so the Mid Ohio challenge. We have a Facebook page up. It's you can check it out. It's no big deal. But the uh, you can bring that over here. But the real trick is just make sure that you just contact somebody from the group. It doesn't matter when, Friday or Saturday. Just contact somebody from the group. Get us your get us your cell phone number, and then just start texting us pictures of the bikes you're buying. Uh, and this way, we can have some we can have some record of what's going on. The uh, yeah, no shit. Huh? And then <laughs> the, well, sorry. And then the next event after that that we do need to talk about now because people should probably start planning is Cleveland's Mods versus Rockers. So Cleveland's Mods versus Rockers is August seventh weekend. It's that first Saturday of. Uh, the first Saturday of August. And that's here in Cleveland. So if you can't swing enough money to go to the MotoGP in Indianapolis, or if you don't like that, 
and you want to instead go see a bunch of vintage motorcycles, the one thing about the Cleveland Mods versus Rockers that's that's really nice is there's a lot of fucking bikes. I mean, we have a very well-populated Mods versus Rockers and fucking diverse. When you can see two Benelli size, you know, Benelli six cylinders or say, so depending on where you're from, but when you say is the correct pronunciation, I guess, and when you see two of them ride in together and they're not owned by the same person, that's fucking weird. Like, and, and this... Next, next to a Bella. Yeah, next <laughs> to a Bella and then an aerial square four rolls in, yeah. you know? Hey, Andrew, what's going on? Hello. Hey. The, uh... John's got the bug annihilation device. He's, yeah. He, he's just looking for something to zap with that go Harbor Freight thing. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> the, uh... The thing with the Cleveland Mods versus Rockers is you do not need to pre-register. You can register at the event, so don't worry about that. We're changing some of the things about the way they're doing the pre-registration or what they call the rally bags. There'll be t-shirts and patches available for people to purchase a la carte. So there's no pre-registration. There's no pre-registration, which is going to save a lot of stress on the organizers. You know, when somebody shows up from Utah, I was going like, well, I pre-registered. Who do I talk to to get my rally bag? Oh, God. Just fucking register, right? <clears throat> so there's no pre-registration. T-shirts and patches will be available for you to purchase. The event Friday night is at Porco, and last year it was fucking awesome. amazing. That was so fun last year. Uh, the guys from Mill Street Brewing came out and really, really shined with the economy $2 craft-made, craft-made beers. Organic. For two, $2. $2 for a big, giant <clears throat> pounder of really good beer. And, and and this is a PBR right and a koozie and and a <clears throat> side stand foot pad for your bike. It was it was great and Porco works out so well for that kind of an event. And the meet and greet Friday night was really fun. Saturday there are rides. Fortunately, they'll be leaving a little later than they were last year because we don't need to wake anybody up just to go ride your motorcycle. We understand drinking involves hanging over. Saturday's going to be at Spitfire? So Saturday is going to be at Spitfire. I know. I'm yes. glad it's come yes. full circle. It's come full circle. Yeah. We're back where we belong. Yeah. You know, I think Stosh just needed a couple of years off. closing the street. So the entire nice. that's a good Franklin? way to do it. Too. Franklin, really, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. Closing Franklin. Yes, they are. They've done wow. it. For they've done it before. Really? Yeah, they've done it before. Yeah, it's so much better. And they have close to home too. Yeah, it's close to home. Mm-hmm. They have a, a a nice stage they do for the bands. The bar is affordable. We have a beer bottle cannon. Uh, we have it. Yep, we yeah, have a, a beer zuka. We have a beer zuka. We have the largest claw machine you're probably ever going to play. We have a punk rock jukebox. Babies in there. You that can't beat. Yeah. Cambodian babies. Pick up the babies. Yeah, that's it. The, uh, it's like a sore dick. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. And the Spitfire is a great bar. Stash does such a good job for us when we do this event. They shut down the street. We line the bikes. We line the whole fucking street up with bikes. <clears> and then, invariably, you'll smell a tire burning. And then you'll see a wheelie. Yeah, the jackassery The jackassery starts to settle in, you know, about 6 o'clock or something. And uh, so there is a certain amount of jackassery, and it's fun. There's and, always uh, that. Uh, the good news is you're you're in Cleveland. Yeah, not you're not in Lakewood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's always that that yeah. first, the first guy that does the burnout, and then all of a sudden you see like 
It's like the the meerkats. Their heads, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, people like going to their bikes, and you hear bikes coming out, and then they're inching out, and then all of a sudden, there's smoky burnouts. It's a chain of smoky burnouts. Careful where you park; you might end up spattered with melted rubber. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, after the first police call comes in, they come about twelve hours after the call. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. It is Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, we're no, not I'm saying sad. we're not saying it's hard to get arrested. We're I, just I saying you got to work buddy, hard at it. Our yeah. buddy Mark doing a circle burnout yeah. at at the Spitfire on right. his Harley, yeah. and the cops just standing there yeah, smiling, nodding his head. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is it is Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, you do remember in this event, this is Cleveland, and they they're closing the street for a reason. Don't to bring, contain you savages. Don't bring, <laughs> don't bring any pellet guns, though. No, don't bring any pellet guns. Don't bring anything that looks like probable cause. It would pay... I mean, this is Cleveland. They will shoot your ass. They, they will shoot your ass. <laughs> yeah, the good news is most of these motorcycles don't have windshields they can stand on. They don't shoot you. Also, yeah. just because uh, the street is closed right. does not mean you can walk around with your beer... Yeah, you are true. contained to the back parking they, lot. They do a really good job of cordoning off the back parking lot to give you plenty of room to wander around mm-hmm. the vendors and stuff with your beer. And then if you're just going to go out on the street, if you're going to go on to Franklin, they, they, do, they will very politely ask mm-hmm. you to back up will into the, the gated area. Will the gourmet restaurant next door be open? Oh, yes, the, the Taco Bell? <laughs> yes, uh, yes. <laughs> do you know they have a new fucking food item there that are... <laughs> Captain Crunch Balls? Sliders? Oh. What? Sliders. <laughs> Captain Crunch Balls. <coughs> well, the, I thought you were talking about the Sriracha Burrito. Oh, the Sriracha Burrito is pretty good. Back to any yeah, As far again. as Taco Bell goes. Are they going organic? Yeah, they said something about like, really? all this wow. all the crap out of their food. Wow. It, well, there there a, won't be anything be, left. <laughs> one or two food trucks, though. There will be food trucks. They always oh. do a great job. This is Can a take rally. The crapping out of nice. eating their food? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this well, is a rally that historically <laughs> has over-delivered. You know, Mods vs. Rockers, Cleveland, it doesn't get a lot of play. It doesn't get a lot of marketing. It doesn't get a lot of, you know, people talking about it. But it does very seem to be... Very word of mouth. It's very word of mouth. But, God, man, the, sh- the turn-up is all... The, the turnout is fantastic. And it's always a lot of people. The, the we are, talk is good, too. You know, like when yeah. everybody gets together Friday night, yeah. people talk a lot of tech, yeah. too. So. It's good. And it is really great bikes. Cleveland has some really Slide. amazing motorcycles. Pin-up girl it. contest? Pin-up girl contest, as usual. Uh, there's there's always the ride, and the ride will be leaving from two locations. We're going to have the launch at the Cleveland Moto Shop in Mentor. And... We've in the past they've tried to segregate it and said like, oh, the motorcycles are going to start in Manor and the scooters going to start in Lakewood. Eh, fuck that. Start wherever's closest to you. If you live closer to Lakewood, then then start the ride from Lakewood. And if you live closer to Mentor, start the ride <coughs> from Mentor. Unless you fucking want to drive to Mentor, you know. 10 o'clock in the morning. No. A big part of the thing is no. we decided... <laughs> well, uh, no. And we decided to make the ride start later in the day because last year... I got to my shop at 8 a.m., which is hard for me to fucking do on a Saturday after I've been drinking. And then I got there at 8 a.m., and there were already fucking 40 people there going like, well, you're eating donuts going, where are you? No, they were they were not eating donuts. They were asking me why I had not yet brought donuts at 0800. <clears throat> and I'm like, come on, guys. You're killing me, right? Where's my free donuts and coffee? Wait, so, is that like part of the deal? or No, I always do it because I'm a nice guy. Oh, they're yeah. in Johnny Conference pants. You know what? I always do it because I'm a nice guy, but don't make me hate it. You know, you know, that's just one of those things like so, but we're starting it later. 
the ride will get off to a later start and that'll make it more fun for everybody. And also that will minimize the amount of time that we have on Saturday to stand drinking. Because stand drinking can get dangerous. A hot day, <laughs> stand drinking can get dangerous. Because then when you're like, well, it's 8 o'clock, let's <clears throat> over to the show. <clears throat> well, man, if you've had f- fucking seven hours of stand drinking, you could be in bad shape. You might have a hard time getting to that show. So we're going to have it so there you know, be less stand drinking. So that's yeah. good. And Catalano and I did that the one year. And yeah. We uh, went over to the show. We're sitting out in the parking lot kind of waiting for everyone to show up. Yeah. And- I'm just sitting there going like, I don't know if I could do this. I really don't know if I could do this. It could be a long day. And, you know, he came all the way down from yeah. Detroit. So I'm like, man, if Mike wants to do this, I'm not to pull through for him. Right. So I figured I'd just ask. I'm like, hey, Mike, man, what do you feel about just ditching this shit and go back to my house for a few? And he's like, Fuck so glad you said that. <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad you asked, man. I thought you wanted to see the show. And I'm like, it no. can be a really long day. I'm like, let's just go back to my house and finish the night. Right. <laughs> and so we're starting the day later, and hopefully by starting the day later, everybody will have a lot more fun. They'll be better. Uh, we can have a lot more people on the ride because so many people won't be hurting. And we learned that last year. We're like, oh, the ride leaves promptly at like 10 or something. And people were coming in at like 10, 15. And I mean, I intentionally hung it late. Like I intentionally operate on scooter time, you know, for these rallies. <laughs> And the uh, and even then, guys were rolling up, and they were like, "Yeah, man, I barely made it." So I think, but if we're gonna start the ride at like noon, that's gonna be a lot more friendly for everybody. You know, it'd be much more fun. And the rides are good. The guys who set the rides up always do a good job. So it's a really fun time. And uh, by ending up by ending the thing at the Spitfire, man, that is like perfect because last year we ended up in a giant like fourteen acre parking lot. It was not cohesive. There were bikes scattered all over the place. Uh, in years past, when we do it on Franklin Street outside of the spit, all the bikes just naturally line up. You don't have an option. You're going to fucking line up. So you get this ridiculous lineup of 400 bikes. It's really cool. So that's kind of fun. And it is uh, It is one of the things that we do tell people, we do not care what you ride. You know, we had a guy last year show up on a Can-Am, and he was only fucked with minimally. i mean it was mostly just the kind of taunting and jeering that you would expect but the uh for riding a cannon right but it's not just for that event if you ride one of those that's (laughs) true you kind of have to live with that (laughs) the only way you don't get taunted is to be with a yeah the uh i saw the funniest thing when i was going to the shop this morning i saw two ladies Riding a Can-Am, one of the new Can-Am, like the formulas, the, the, the downmarket ones, lesser expensive ones. It looks like a tennis shoe. And uh, I saw two ladies riding. John, they the do. They look like to stay away from you. sports shoes. And uh, these two ladies were riding two up, and I looked closer. Neither one was wearing a helmet. The girl on the front appeared to be about 18. And the girl in the back appeared to be about 14. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dad... Dad apparently lost control of his Can-Am keys. <laughs> or maybe Grandpa. Maybe Grandpa was like, sure, Chrissy, take it for a ride. And take your little sister with you, too. Because I was like, they they broke the full like marketing dilemma of Can-Ams. Like, they were the anomaly. Like, an 18-year-old girl and a 14-year-old girl on a Can-Am together? That's not even a thing. That's not even possible. So, but it was... That I, aren't I did possible. See, that aren't possible. It's a unicorn sighting. I saw it today going to work. <clears throat> so what else has anybody got? Oh, listen that way. Every room got quiet all of a sudden. Shit. I rode my motorcycle today for like the first time. I haven't been riding at all this year. So oh, really? 
I got the new house and everything, yeah. so but it was very refreshing to get out there. <clears throat> nice little ride. Yeah. I'm like, man, the, the KLR is running great. I put new tires on, bike. I changed the oil. It yeah. Was, I'm like, why have I not been riding a lot more? <laughs> uh, you haven't been riding because it's been the wettest June since 1972. There's that. This is true. It's the second wettest June in the history of history. <clears throat> yeah. The history uh, of history. Every house in this neighborhood has had up to three feet of sewage in the basement. Yeah. Well, um, I only got five inches of water, so I'm good. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, the... Wrecked my studio, though. Normally, the... Well, I ended that with of water. Of water. <laughs> I only got five inches <laughs> of my basement. Uh, <laughs> the Normally, the garbage picking in the 45s is, is, like, that's an alternative income source, Right. And it throw the it throws everybody's game off because every tree lawn was full, but it's all full of stuff that smells like poop. Yeah, and no I'm not. a decent garbage picker, but I will not go out after a flood. Like, yeah, there there's yeah, nothing I yeah. want bad enough to bleach. Oh, I yeah. saw people going through the stuff on our street. And I was, oh, oh. I was like, are you kidding me, dude? Are you that desperate? No, you know, just no. Are like you it. fucking kidding me? If somebody in the 45s put it to the curb, you don't want it. Exactly. It looked like the great carpet. No, that must be crazy. Here. You can't take that. That smells like feces. <laughs> that smells worse than my country. <laughs> that smells worse than the Ganges River. <laughs> That's what you had in your basement. Is Ganges Ganges River. River. Come up the street last week. It looked like the great carpet migration. It did. It did. Not to be confused they with the migration from the basement to the tree lawn. <laughs> Every fucking oh. house had a roll of carpet. Oh yeah, I'm like, what yeah. No, I got to the point. We got to the point where we were we were like feeding the people from ServPro. Yeah, you know they were at our house. Well, because so they often, dried my wife out. made a big bowl of a big pot of soup. Well, they you dried it out once it and then it flooded again. Right? We North, handled the second. You reflooded North Olmstead. Really? Those guys out there. All you know how like all those mm-hmm. it's all flat and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, those that's like a swamp. Oh, back so North Olmstead turned into a swimming pool. The lady, the, whole city. Next, the lady next door to the house I bought in Westburg was talking about how her three foot crawl space yeah. flooded in the middle of, like the thaw that happened Ugh. in the middle of winter. And our heating ducts went through it, and they got filled with water. Uh, then they froze. And then it was just like, oh, shit. Nah, that fuck that, man. <laughs> Buy a good boat, dig a hole, bury the boat in the hole, and now you've got a good basement. <laughs> <laughs> now you got a watertight basement. Because if it ain't a boat in a hole, you don't have a watertight basement. You just have something that will leak in the future. That's really? what basements do. Yeah, especially in this part of the world. Yeah, and When I bought my house in Lakewood, yeah. it had been waterproof by... State waterproofing. Yeah, right. It's, it's been perfect. It's been good. Well, I got two out of four walls been bee dried, and I'm going to get the other two done this year because the two walls that have been bee dried are dry as hell. The two walls that haven't been bee dried, well, that's What's where we're going. They basically trench out the inside of your basement. So they trench out so the inside. So they let the water in and they nope. control the water. No, in. instead of digging a, instead of digging around the footer of your house from the outside. They drill holes through the foundation. No, nope, they cut into your foundation from the inside. And lay in uh, perforated pipe and gravel. That's what they did with my yeah. house. They they drill holes through on, the foundation on the inside. On the inside, and then they put perf yeah. pipe in it, so yeah. it comes through the very bottom of the foundation yeah. into a sump pump and sucks yeah. it out. That's how it, that's the, the patented bee dry system, and whatever you want to call it, but it does work. It's Fantastic. not fucking cheap. But yeah. it's better than tearing up your entire yard. I like the commercial kitchen grade vinyl all over yeah. the walls. So yeah. Yeah, it works well. I'm very, I'm very happy with how dry my basement is on two sides. But the, uh, but 
the and that's the end of the home improvement home improvement section of our, section of our podcast. <laughs> uh, what I will tell you is I have been going down in my basement with that you know twenty percent bleach solution and just just hitting anything that was ever moist. Uh, so which means I haven't had to spray my wife down for years. Yeah. Hey! Oh, look at that's it. Uh, and motorcycles. Yeah, well, we haven't been doing much riding because it's been so wet, but I, I have been riding in the rain a lot just because I don't have too many opportunities to ride. I have a lot of customers' bikes that have to be ridden because they need to be test ridden before they can be given back to the customers. Have you been using grocery shopping bags on, on your my feet? feet? No, <clears throat> I haven't. I got, I, I'm wearing actually my good boots. Uh, Nobody ever believed that Timberland, I got my Tims on, my Timberlands, I got my Timberland, but Timberland did make motorcycle racing boots, and I'm wearing them right now. Look at that. Yeah, they're Timberland racing boots, and wow. these things are waterproof as a duck's butt, and uh, they, do a, they do a really nice job, and I've worn them so much this year, they're starting to feel like slippers, and <laughs> they're uh, pretty good. And then that jacket, that Tourmaster jacket, fuck man, you can't get water through that thing. I've been riding in some monsoony monsoons. And other than the fact that there is a drainage system that does run all the water on the planet into my balls, <laughs> uh, just got to remember to put the rain pants on before you put the jacket on. And then the jacket has this little bib crotch thing that goes underneath. A G-string. Yeah, it is. It's a G-string. Yeah, holds the jacket down, makes the water run down there, so you know. How about drink-wise? Anybody got good drinks they've been drinking? What have you been drinking? How about whiskey? What have you been drinking for whiskey? Uh, What's that? Tonight I had Woodford Reserve. Oh. <clears throat> oh, you didn't bring any with Three you Three or tonight. four of those. And <laughs> you, you Three or four Gibson's. Oh, that's right. What was that stuff? Gibson's? Gibson's Canadian. Canadian. Huh. And, and you can't get it in the U.S. Chris was going to put me on his motorcycle, and he felt that he needed to load me with at least a shot first. Good idea. Well, I noticed, so our driveway does look a little hilarious today. We have the most politically diverse? correct. What are you yeah. talking about? We have, yet, we have yet again achieved the most politically diverse parking lot. Nothing out there's got a fucking Confederate flag on it. Nope, just your arm. <laughs> Way to go. Can't have your arm. You're not, you're not, oh yeah, and your bicep. Well, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a Confederate flag until they said you can't have Confederate flags. And now I got it my right. Now I kind of want a Confederate flag. Well, the, uh. So we got the drifter. Now I have one on my penis, so suck it. <laughs> we, have the, uh, we got the drifter 800. We got your KLR 650. We got your 72. 73. 73. Electric Glide. Dustin's DRZ Super Motard. Uh, with all the electricity stopped leaking out of it. Yay, <laughs> finally. We got the Aprilia Mana that you just got. You got my Mana, so we do the Manamana. But, the, uh, but it is seriously, our driveway looks ridiculous. Like, it looks like one of those biker exploitation movies from the 70s where they were like, okay, now it just can't all be Harleys because we're not getting any sponsorship money because we got to sprinkle in some Japanese bikes there. And that's what it fucking looks like out there. It's And there, by the way, there's there's two different varieties of cruisers, old and new. There's off-road bike, and then there's the Manamana, which is who knows what the fuck it is. I saw a guy test, I saw one magazine tested it. They tested it as an adventure bike. Now really? wait a second. Adventure bike? I guess it kind <clears throat> of has a beak. It doesn't. I mean, it has its own rear front fender. But it's got you... the low fender, though. <sighs> I wouldn't be an adventure, I mean, call it an adventure it bike. bike. It but they luggy tires. It's not an adventure bike. I don't know. I don't call it an adventure bike. It's I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's a sports standard. 
fucking what it is. It's a sports standard. It's fine. It, it is what it is. But the uh, kind of adventure you're talking about. You, want to go you know what? That's a funny. And, like, like a I already am starting to see the adventure. It could be any any good week every year, right? Right. That the whole adventure. Did, I don't know if anybody else has noticed it, but the adventure bike thing, which I'm going to say, we hit the high water mark of the adventure bike thing about a year ago, maybe. And like now we're coming down because I have a lot of customers coming to the shop that are starting to want to trade me big adventure bikes. Really? And yeah. And what they're saying is, yeah, I'm looking for something that's, you know, maneuverable, you know, easy to ride around. I'm like, oh, you like, you don't need a ladder to get on it and you can see the road from where you're sitting. (laughs) You know, Uh, that isn't like trying to drive a motorcycle while perched on top of a telephone pole. Maybe. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the KLR would be a much better bike to ride around the world than a uh, BMW GS 1200 loaded down. Anything that's bike. called an adventure bike is probably not the best thing to take on what we would define as an adventure. No, adventure I mean, bikes are made for what? maybe dirt roads, but Man, beyond that, no. I can tell you the best adventure bike that I ever rode last week at <laughs> Van Camp was the goddamn BW 200. <laughs> I can tell you right now, I had some fucking adventures on that. And anybody who says, well, there's not much of an adventure bike, let me see you go sideways through the mud with a naked girl on the back. (laughs) Holding a drink. Yeah. Not not this one, but I've had at least a case of beer and Mm -hmm. three horrors on Electroglide before. Right. I mean, that's fucking adventure. Uh, I think we gave it a little bit of coverage about Bandcamp. Rule on Bandcamp's real simple. Last week's podcast. Don't talk about Bandcamp. You don't talk about Bandcamp. Oh, yeah. What you got, Steve? Okay, so I... Rode my uh, RT to Boston and back this week. Oh, man. Yeah. But on the way there... You rode, I, wait a second. You rode your RT to Boston and back this week. Right. I went Monday and came back Please Wednesday. Please come to so, Boston yeah. wow. on a beaver. And he left Cleveland. He didn't stop for gas until he was... Uh, In Boston. Uh, yeah. He's hyper uh, I stopped at 250 miles, Upstate 500 miles, and then I get whisked into Boston. Then you're going to like that, man. two times. Because that, that, like I said, that low fuel light came on at 235, 240. Oh, really? And, and I've been riding it hard. So the way you ride, you're probably going to see 300 miles before the light awesome. comes on. Yeah. But the, so I have a Bluetooth, I have a, a Scala G4. Yeah. And I, was, so I hooked it to my iPod and all I did was listen to motorcycle podcasts. Oh, you did? The whole, the whole trip. <laughs> wow. So, I must say. Did you, make a, a did you make a twice. playlist beforehand? I, well, I throw my iPod, lock <clears throat> it in the yeah. compartment, so I have to stop to change the podcast because it won't allow me to change it. Oh, okay. Them. So I put on one certain podcast, and after about five minutes of giggling, I had to pull off to the side because I was not riding. You weren't riding right. Yeah. So then I put on a, I put on this guy, uh, uh, Wild Ride Radio. I don't know if you ever listened to that. No, one. I haven't tried that one yet. And it's actually, if you're like a new, like it's a, like a kind of a new, like he goes through all the motorcycle news right through across the country oh, okay. and somewhat in depth. It's pretty good. I listened to uh, a lot like, of information, a lot of information, but not you know, much but, jackassery. Yeah. But, but the only problem is, what is fun that, is that? His, 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 uh, he has bumper music yeah. and it's about 10 times louder than his oh, voice. Oh no. <laughs> so, and, and that's the only yeah. uh, negative of that one. Looks so like then, they don't have a professional audio engineer working on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so then I put on, and you know I like the, the pay, pace right, too. The pace, and yeah. So I listened to them, 
but it just I couldn't take you, that. stay awake. So I couldn't mean, stay I, awake. No, I, mean, I didn't have enough caffeine in me. Of course, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So then I went to and some now other podcast. from the land of. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I have a hard time staying awake, no matter the Summonex podcast. <laughs> Yeah. So then I went to the. So then I switched to this other podcast, but the guy can't conjugate his verbs. Oh but no! But I had to pull right off the side can't of handle the that. and switch. So Got to be well spoken. Yeah. So then I just by that time I was already in Boston. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's but three hours of rain, and I must say that my uh, tour master rain yeah. over over raincoat and yeah. rain pants. Did not leak one yeah. single drop. Tourmaster gear is good gear. It's really good stuff, and it's not crazy expensive, and it works. I mean, it's I'm very happy with all my Tourmaster stuff. That's mm-hmm. on my Christmas list. You should get some rain gear. I need, some, <laughs> I need like a better riding. A good know. jacket. I, I just need like. Do they make I went, that? In like, I bought the you know the Joe Rocket <laughs> three seat like the jacket that I have is good for riding <laughs> in the winter time. Right. It's a three quarter. Yeah. I need like just a you nice jacket? touring jacket. Wow, too many conversations. Everyday jacket. All right, guys, focus up. Focus up. So yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll um, as we get deeper in towards the fall, we'll talk about some riding gear that's available that uh, that we should that we should talk about. Because I think I'm lucky. I've got a lot of stuff. I get to try a lot of stuff, and I think everybody in this room has got you know some good gear and some good tips about their gear. And it's and you, you know Johnny Chrome brings up an excellent point. What are you four X? Comfortably, yeah. yeah. Three fifths, but I like right. four. Yeah, so um, we got a tour master in that was a 3X special order that we did. And we ordered in, I thought I ordered in a 4X, but they they shipped us a 3X. And Masters. the guy that it fit, the guy that bought it, thank God he bought it. Because I thought I was going to die with that jacket. Because it was a blue tour, ma- tour master transition. And uh, every time somebody would come in that was a large size dude, was like, oh, come on over, you're going to try this jacket on. I'll give you a crazy good deal. And I put the jacket on, and it'd always be like trying to suck it in and get the jacket on. I was like, "Oh, this ain't going so well." Uh, yeah, you look great in it. <laughs> Motorcycle gear's supposed to fit tight. The, awesome. uh, Here, let me see some bungees. Hey, how right. about yeah. Honda News? Honda how about News. Honda News? Three bikes. First one, the RC two thirteen R. Yes, the civilian version of the RC two eleven V. Supposed to be priced at something like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a production model at a hundred. Yeah, and it's <clears> going to be a street legal version of the race bike. More exciting to people like Steve Hopper, though, is the Africa Twin is supposed what? to come back. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the Africa Twin is scheduled to come back, so I know that a lot of people are going to be excited cool. about that. Well, yeah. I can't get excited about it anymore. I don't have any money left. <laughs> <laughs> And then the somebody was talking about a reproduction of the CB900R. Oh, okay. All I right. saw. So it's not going to be the CB1100. I saw it's a sneak a picture bike. of that. Yeah. Interesting. It looks very interesting. interesting. I do love the CB1100. So, I mean, I think it that is a fun bike. the CB1100 is not far from perfect. I mean, it's pretty cool. CB9- now, did they disconnect? Did they discontinue the CB1100? Is that discontinued? Or are they still know. making them? Is it officially a cult bike now? out there? You know how mm-hmm. they say they. If they discontinue, they still it, it have it, but it's discontinued. Right. Yeah, yeah. The there means there might be some left over. The photo I saw of the supposed 900R, yeah, was very cafeish. Yes, it was yeah. very spindly, quarter fairing only. Right. Very open, yeah. open frame, yeah. open everything. Yeah, like like what a CB was like a, like what a CB 900R was. Seven so. years too late. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. If Mark McNair had designed a right. CB900. Honda finally came around with a bike that's got their finger exactly five years late on the pulse of the motorcycle riding industry. As usual. Right, as usual. If you want a, if you want a really, really good motorcycle from Honda that is perfect to these times, wait seven years. They'll bring it out for you. Um, they're either seven years too early with the GB500 or the GT650 Hawk. Or they're seven years too late. They need a time machine. <laughs> they do. They they got to figure out a little something better. They uh, they do need to work on that. They they do tend to be off the <laughs> off the button when it comes to that kind of shit. The uh, the oh, I, and on the same point. Yeah, I sold that. I sold my nine NC seven hundred. The one that you bought two weeks ago. Well, it wasn't. I don't know. A few weeks ago, month and a, month and a half ago, it was well, the perfect I, bike for like five weeks. <laughs> but you know what? It's so funny how your taste changes yeah. so rapidly. It does. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're in general or you're specific? <clears throat> well, I feel the same way. I agree. Here's yeah. the thing about motorcycles. Yeah, there's always another. There's one. more of them, right? <laughs> Conditional happiness. I can't be happy till I have an NC700. Okay, I got an NC700. Yeah. Okay, I was happy. Okay, yeah. what's next? But it's good to just... It's. I'm hoping mine stops at the DRZ for a while. So what made you make the jump? It's like the JJ. What made you make the jump from the NC700 to the Mana? Well, I always wanted a Mana, and I bought the NC because it was similar to the Mana. But, but the... Uh, I didn't. I was even expecting it. It to freaks sell it. me out that you didn't know that we had the mantas. Though. The no, mantas, I didn't. Though. No, some guy came over to buy one of my BMWs. Right, right. The police he bike. Was right? a, he was an F eight hundred, a former F, you know, F bike guy. So he looked in my garage and he saw the NC seven hundred and instead of buying guy, yeah, instead of buying the eleven hundred, eleven fifty, he bought that bike. I came in, I told John, John couldn't believe and it. And Steve, of course, is like, oh, you don't like that one? Well, I have the bike for you. Come right this way. Did you, did you make a little money on that bike? Yeah, a little. I mean, I, you know, I never really make yeah. much, but... The thrill, enjoy. sir, is it having You didn't lose the, anything. I didn't lose anything, so... And That's it's serendipitous, because right. when I walked in, I told John, John couldn't believe it, he's like... <laughs> You need to go Guess. up front, dude. <laughs> Guess what we got? <laughs> Quadruplets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. That crack's not working out for you? Have you tried heroin? Because we got some heroin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're I know, good to go. I know you, you thought that heroin was great. Bit of this. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Apparently, there's a good batch of heroin going around Cleveland. A lot of heroin deaths. Going oh, really? Yeah, well, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Good batch or... <laughs> Effective. It's controlling the population. Oh. Yeah. That's not good. That's, oh. What do they call that again? Natural selection. I don't care if we could get the fucking deer hooked on heroin. I'd be thrilled. <laughs> They're breeding like rabbits. Like, well, why not? They eat my plants like rabbits. I mean, they, they all they're just big, tall trees. rabbits. They eat all oh, my shit. Trees. You guys are reminding me. I got to close my gate. Yeah, you get <laughs> so your deer. The deer don't eat my garden. Oh, my God. I think I closed it when I was out there peeing. That's mm-hmm. my plan for prison. Death row inmates, mm-hmm. each one of you get a pound of heroin. <laughs> the best heroin in the world. Oh, and then wait. Have ready, go. Right, ready, go. And then have cameras pointing into the prison and then just pay-per-view that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they try that with Keith Richards and he was just like, yeah, give me some more. <laughs> <laughs> that was like yeah. Death Race 2. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. In the, uh, so I guess on that, 
I'm at Bombshell. Uh, we should probably we should probably shut this podcast off so we can get working on our Mid Ohio plans. The uh, uh, please, as usual, we're gonna give one more uh, shout out to Julius Farkas. Ding. To Julius Farkas. <laughs> Ding. The uh, we are still doing the the. PayPal. I expect some damn good nachos next time I'm there. No, oh, but. yeah. We're, we're <laughs> still doing the PayPal. So remember, and we have got the people doing it. I bought a nice printer. And we are going to do, remember, $20 to clevelandmoto at gmail.com using PayPal. Use PayPal. www.paypal.com. I want to send money as a gift to clevelandmoto at gmail.com. 20 bucks. Gets your picture. You remember, you have to email us a picture. And we are not being judgy. Send us a picture. We'll print it and we'll put it inside the bus. Then, we'll decoupage it. Decoupage. <laughs> and then if you do 50, 5 zero, 50 bucks, then the picture goes inside the bus. The name, your name, goes on the outside of the bus. Uh, if you do $100, you do the picture inside the bus, the name on the outside of the bus, and... A limited edition sweatshirt from Cleveland Moto. Promise we'll wipe the jizz off your picture once a month. Johnny right. Cochran will give you a handy. Right. He'll give you a handy. Hey, Phil, tell them what they get if they send you a thousand bucks. Oh, if you, if you if you send us and now one thousand dollar level at the one thousand dollars level. Sounds like NPR, right? <laughs> if you send us a thousand dollars, you'll get all. You'll get all of those premium prizes and the complete. Set of Rick Steves tours Europe on DVD. That's 100 episodes <laughs> <laughs> and a tote bag and every <laughs> and a wind up and a Cleveland Moto tote bag, wind up radio and a wine koozie. Jump your bike with yeah. mom's rocket. You know what? I'll tell you what. If you give me a thousand dollar donation, here here's what I will do. You get a giant bag of rubber ducks. No, no, I got it. I got it right now. We're gonna make. We're gonna have a. A brisket prepared for you by James. Nice. <laughs> What's that, the booby prize? Yeah. No, if you give $1,000, we're going to make you come to Cleveland and James will cook you meat. He'll smoke your meat. Custom smoked Custom brisket. smoked meat we'll from James. We'll plaster casting of your head and make a hood ornament for Man. the month. <laughs> a bronze hood ornament for the month. He did a whole... <laughs> dude, he did a whole... <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Why don't we do that? That would be awesome. You're going to love having James's meat in your mouth. Yes, you're going to have James's meat in your mouth. His sweaty balls. He did a whole pig at, he did a whole pig at band camp. Really? really? Yeah, he did a whole pig. Yeah. Wow. Damn. No, he's not dicking around, man. He went and bought a giant ridiculous cooler and everything. Like he's he's stepping his game up big time. And uh yeah, so he's really he's really into it now. God bless him, man. It's nice to have a hobby, I guess. <laughs> that dude gives 112 percent of everything. Yeah, he does. Like, man, he's not fucking around. Like, I'm gonna be in. I'm into being the soccer. I'm gonna be into smoking some meat, man. If I can smoke in the fuck out of some meat, yeah. So that is that is really cool. The, uh, well, then. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's the game. If you donate a thousand dollars, you'll either get your head you'll either get your head cast in bronze and put on the front of the bus. Just the face. Just the face. Flat. Oh yeah, we'll just do a dip. We'll just, just dip. A, yeah. We'll just we'll just dip. We'll just, just got to be flat to go the front. Cause right. Yeah, it's a flat bus. So, yeah. so we'll just do like. Well, why don't we just do a hell out of some Wait. Fuck it. 
Rather than dip their face in that alginate stuff, why don't we just do a 3D scan of their face? Yeah. And then we'll print it on a 3D printer, and we'll take it over and have them, uh, like, gold plate it. Then if it ever breaks, we can have another one printed. Carbonite. Carbonite. Fuck yeah. We'll just do the face. We'll just do the face. You do $1,000, we have people that have the technology... We will do a 3D rendering. And we'll enlarge it face. really big and it'll be like the Green Goblin toy truck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This idea is getting worse by the moment. Squirrel! <laughs> so fucking fantastic. All right, guys, and on that bombshell, remember to drive fast and take chances. Manamana. 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 Manamana.